Hello and welcome to Missing Pieces. I'm your host, Marilyn, and I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I've been gone for a couple of weeks. I have been visiting and traveling and going on excursions and spending some me time and, you know, trying to figure out what's next for this podcast stuff. Because you know what, this this podcast stuff is, it's very heavy. It's very deep. You know, a lot of people, you know, have already mapped out what they're going to say day by day or whatever. No, not me. I, I, I need, you know, I, I know what I want to say, but sometimes what I want to say is not what you want to hear. And so I, I wait until I get my direction on which topic to go. So, you know, since then, you know, the world um, did a pause when um, the submersible search began for the lives of the adventurers who went down to take a look at the the ship, the Titanic, and they lost their lives. I, as a human, this is not artificial intelligence talking. It's a human being. And it's sad that I got to say that because it's getting ready to go wide open with the AI. I can't even imagine how they, they feel. And for those who went down there several times and they made it back up, kudos to them. I know that they are blessed and grateful to be alive. As for me, there's no amount of money that you could give me to let me, uh, uh, to, to, to have me to go down there. Because number one, I don't know how to swim and I can't swallow all of that water. So there's no way that I would do that. I think now is the time that we put the brakes on sending people uh, paying, allowing people to pay or the adventurers, those who who go back and they find these things. I, I, I think we need to leave the Titanic alone. I think after this, it's 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 time to leave the Titanic alone, you know, because the way that it happened was already devastating and we, we already know what it looks like down there. And some people were able to gather artifacts and that's all well and good so that the, the history of it will always continue. It's not going anywhere. And I get that. But sometimes, you know, you got to let sleeping dogs lie. And I'm not calling the Titanic a dog, quote unquote. It's just a quote that we sometimes say. In other words, leave it alone. You know, leave it alone. Some things are not meant to be disturbed. And so I, 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 I just feel for the family. And then we have Yellowface, you know, Yellowface is back up, you know, talking about, you know, now we're talking um, on the news about him talking about having the documents. And he said he didn't have the documents and, you know, you got him on audio saying that he does. And he said he does. I, you know, what? Some, sometimes I think this man, I think he might be bipolar because 
he doesn't remember some of the things that he does. Now, don't get me wrong. He's a businessman. I get it. He's a businessman. And some of the things that he did, I disagree with. But some of the things that Biden is doing now, I disagree with. So I don't even know who I'm voting for. You know, I I heard that Kennedy is coming back. You know, Kennedy has always been an omen. Every time one of the Kennedys come in office, something always happened to them. And I think about those things in the back of my mind. So we'll see, you know, as we get closer to the end of the year, we will, you know, figure it out. I have colleagues who, you know, we jokingly talk about, you know, uh, the state of Texas and Florida. You know, those two people, those governors are characters. I mean, you know, so many people are coming to Texas that their power grid can't handle it. And I don't know what's in Texas. They got everybody going down there, but I'm, I'm okay where I am. And as for Florida, that governor down there, he's just getting rid of everything. You can't do nothing. If you sneeze and you hear about it, you might get a, you might get a charge. So I get it. Time is rapidly moving. And after I completed the series, The Lineage of Christ, I was attacked mentally. I went into warfare. And I couldn't get enough energy to log on. And one day I did, but I didn't have that voice. I didn't have that sound. It wasn't a sincerity in what I was saying. So I logged off and I deleted it. And I said, I'm not getting back on until God allows me to have that sound. And that's what the trick of the enemy was. He, he tricked me, you know, he was angry because I told everyone about the lineage of Christ. And I showed everybody that at the end of that series, that we are just like them. And because we are just like them, we are human and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to go on a, a rampant and we're going to do what we want to do. But it ultimately brings us back to Christ. And so I didn't do anything. But I enjoy the company of my, my, my son and daughter and my grandfather, who recently was just here with me. And uh, we hung out and um, I had on these cute shoes Saturday and they were, I mean, they were cute. I love them. I love ugly, cute shoes. I do. I, I, I do. I, I love bohemian stuff. And my daughter and my goddaughter laughed at me and said, why are you going with those shoes? You need to grab another pair of shoes. I said, no, I'm not. But then as I was walking throughout my home, I realized that they're flat. So I said, well, let me grab me another pair of shoes because I know we're going to be out for quite some time because hanging out you know, with them, it's like not coming right back because we love shopping. We love um, window shopping. And we found a few places that Target, Costco's, Amazon, Kohl's, they return, it, it's a, it's, it's a, a warehouse 
where you go and they have all of these things that you and I, that we have purchased and we don't like it and we take it back to the stores and then the stores gives it to a company and the company has this warehouse and you can go in there and get it for less than nothing. They got some nice stuff in there. And I think I saw a couple of things I returned. Um, so we did that. And by the seventh hour, my toes began to cramp and I knew I needed to come out of those shoes. So I took off the shoes, got up the next day, dropped her off at the train station, went to my favorite store, Wegmans. I love Wegmans so I can get my fresh fruit for the week. Got home, took the shoe off and I couldn't walk. I was having a heel spur and I couldn't take it no more. Y'all I, I, I couldn't deal with it. I called the doctor. He got me in yesterday. He said, I'm going to order you a prescription, go pick it up, got home and it was steroids. I hate steroids. I will not take steroids. And so, because I, number one, I retain fluid. Number two, I have high blood pressure and number three, it keeps you up. It will not let you rest. It won't, you will not sleep with that crap. So I called them and, um, he got me in today and he, gave me an injection in the foot and he said what about the other one i said yeah go ahead and do the other one because by the time the the right leg the right foot heals it's going to jump over to the left and i i don't understand the concept of that but that's how things work with me so needless to say i'm talking to you with the sound and with my foot propped up and um yeah, and I got to get it right because I got to go out of town Sunday and I got to be able to walk. And if I can't walk Saturday, if, if I'm in pain Saturday, then I will not be on that train going out of town. I'm going to use common sense. I'm giving myself until Saturday. I'm going to stay off the foot. And so with all of that being said, I now have the new series and I don't know how long I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to put a time long time limit on it because I have about 12 pages of research and things that I have written. And I'm not going to go through it all together today at one time. It's impossible. I'm not going to be tired. I'm not going to be worn out behind this. And I'm going to be talking about psychology, sociology, and the Bible. And this topic was given to me because when you can understand who you are, your economic, social status, your upbringing, um, why things happened the way it did, and then you can relate to the Bible. I am a counselor by degree and license, and I am an elder ordained by God and Pastor Al Jones, may he rest in peace. Now, psychology, we all know about that. I hope. If you don't, everything that I, let me back it up for just a second. Everything that I'm about to discuss today and in the future is because of my research from the books that I obtained through college. I did go online and looked at some stuff on Google, but I don't trust Google because everybody have access 
to putting in their own information. So I trust and rely on the guidance of the Holy Spirit and also through books. We know that psychology has certain roots of ancient philosophers and it's people like Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle. And to be honest with you, none of these men were worshipers of the true living God. They just, they weren't. Um, they had different religions that they believed in, but none from the living God. And they believed in a God, but the God that they believed in, to their understanding, was not involved in any of the affairs of you and I, of men and women. They believed in a God, but the God that they believed in does not or did not get themselves involved in the affairs of men and women. And they also, they worshiped multiple pagan gods. They, they worship idols and pagan gods. Now, we all know about the modern psychology from good old Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud was very intelligent, very smart, and very observant. And throughout his lifetime, history says that fraud wasn't a godly man. And you want to know why? Because he was obsessed with sex. He was a freak. He, he, he loved freaking. He, he did. He loved sex. And Freud believed, and he had this idea or this concept that every problem that we as men and women have, it, it's dealing with the sexual drive. Now, there are some of us that can't go without sex to the point that psychologically, you're disturbed. There are people who have raped and molested children, raped men, raped women, because they are obsessed with it. I, I, I get that. It's, I'm going somewhere with this. And then there are some people who haven't had sex in a while. And because they haven't had sex in a while, they go out and they do retail therapy. They drink a lot. They, um, they shop a lot. They, um, they do things that they normally wouldn't do. They would do it, 
but they wouldn't do it as aggressive as it is because they have been without 30, 60, 90 days, some for years. And then there are some who fit in the category that they haven't had it for years and they're perfectly fine with it. And because they're, it's like they no longer want to be involved in a sexual relationship because I've been there and I've done that. And I never got any satisfaction and it didn't lead me to getting married or having children or yada yada. So they just shut it down and they're happy with that. And then there's some in the category that haven't had it and they're fine with that because they have taken that energy and they've directed into another way, like chilling at home, you know, fixing up their apartment, fixing up their home and, you know, learning how to cook, you know, still buying clothes. So you look good when you step out the door, but they're happy with it until they find the right one. That's called celibacy. And a lot of people are in that category right now. They are not there with just hopping in bed just to, to do that. You know, Stella got the group. They're, they're not doing that. And then there are some who are sick in the head and have done sexual things that is not pleasing. And some of those things led to death. So if you're one that's listening and you know about someone who lost their life behind some sicko, my prayer go out to you and I understand you and understand that this man, I'm talking about Freud, Sigmund Freud, he had serious problems, even though he was smart and intelligent. You know, sometimes the smartest one and the intelligent ones and the ones who are quiet, who stay, you got to watch out for them. Because if they ever blow, they're going to blow. And even when I was researching, it said that back then, some of his followers admitted that Sigmund Freud had a sex problem. And I think he caught a couple of diseases behind that. And I, I remember seeing it, but I didn't write it down because I didn't think that it was relevant, you know, with the topic that I'm, we're talking about today. And so on one hand, Freud is right. On the other hand, Freud is right. And in the middle, we have the word of God. Because our sexual nature sometimes controls the heart and the mind. And if we don't get them, get it in the right place where it needs to go, then we do crazy things. I'm never in my life, I mean, hear about so many children being molested by men and now young men. It's, it's, and pornography is rampant. You know, back in the day, it was cool to do that. You could go to the, the video store and rent you some videos and come back home and nobody would ever know. But now, baby, they know because you're going online and you're strolling. And if you think that the government is not watching 
everybody that goes online what you're looking at and what you're downloading you're being a fool because they are watching now psychology how is it related in the bible now we know that there are biblical truths that are has um what's that word authoritative ways in ways that psychological concepts can never be so if you take the psychological concept it's never going to be in a in a uh, uh, authoritative uh, uh demeanor that comes in sociology and when we believe that the scriptures speaks to the heart of us of the heart of people's trouble we can then know that god has much to say about people's problems and that includes the psychological disorders if anybody has some look it up there was a madman in the bible and he was scratching himself and beating himself up and nobody in the town wanted him to be around because they were afraid of him because he excuse me he looked disordered he just looked crazy but when God came and touched the man. The pig said, where can we go? And God cast him in the sea. Some people do have a lot of psychological disorders, but that doesn't mean you need to cast them aside. And, you know, and the Bible is filled with scriptures that are rich in description with explanation, excuse me, ex explanations and prescriptions the bible has it all it has your medicine it gives you an explanation and it also gives you a description and there is a relationship between psychology and christianity and you know what many psychologists and many Christian theologians, they believe and they um, confirm that the um, eccentric value and the worth of us as human beings, they understand it, they get it, but they don't wanna know about it. Christianity wants to know, psychologists don't. You know what, because the old, uh, uh, theologians they believe because that we are created in the image of god and we are loved by him so how can all of these things happen but i can tell you this psychology and christianity they both recognize that we as humans are innately spiritual and more we we, we are uh, a collection of a bunch of neurons that statement right there blew my mind because psychology deals with the mind have you ever read the book the renewing of the mind i think it's by joyce meyer 
you got to renew your mind every day you wake up. Just because when, if you had a good day, boom, perfect. Go to bed, being thankful, everything went well. And then you wake up and you're not going to have the same mind set that you had yesterday, today. Because our mind and our thoughts change daily. And so that's why there's a scripture that says, Heavenly Father, renew my mind daily. Your mind is renewed every single day. And psychology deals with the mind and the neurons that are attached in our brains that goes down to the stem of our base of the brain. And it goes down into our backs, into our hands and our feet and our legs and our eyes and our nose and our ears and our mouth. And those stay the same. But the mind changes daily. What I was yesterday, I am not today. The pain I had yesterday, I don't have that today. I have pain, but not that debilitating pain that I had yesterday. The pain I have today is manageable. And the mind that I have today is I'm going to seek help. I'm going to change the medication. I'm going to get some injection. I'm going to get on the podcast. I'm going to check my emails because I have the strength to do that. And as I flow through the rest of the day, my mind is constantly changing. The neurons are constantly sending off. If you can visualize this, sending off signatures. I mean, not signatures. Um, uh, what's the word I want to say? Not signatures. They're, they're sending off sparks. Let's say that. About this and thinking about that and doing this and going here and eating that and sitting down and resting and doing a woosah. It changes constantly. And that's how they are related. Because God renews our mind every single day. And despite what early psychologists, you know, like Freud and the those who are anti-psychology Christians and, you know, whatever Christians believe, psychology and spirituality, uh, spiritual, spirituality, they are complementary. They complement each other. Psychology and Christianity complement each other. Not antithetical. It's not antithetical. Now, what I'm saying to you is what I research and I'm giving it to you as I'm reading my, my research and as God is downloading into me and he's telling me to tell you that it is not antithetical. And currently, you know, you know, we, we, we have this tendency that, you know, we're seeing, um, a growing realization amongst therapists. And many of the therapists such as myself and those who might be listening, we understand that in order to counsel someone in therapy, you have to understand their religious background. 
you can go and you can tell you can talk to them and you can help them be a third uh, as a therapist and you can talk to them with the notes of a psychologist but if you don't understand what their religious preferences are you're going to be stuck and whenever you take on a new client you need to understand that because some people have strong religious belief and you have to know that they are complementary to each other both secular and spiritual and, be, and 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 to know that we as human we have a human spirituality that is a source of our great strength our strength is spiritual it's not psychological but they complement each other and you know what the spiritual it can impart a deeper metaphysical meaning to our lives so we're going to end that today to know that psychology and spirituality are complementary and i want to thank you for listening i please subscribe to my channel you can find me on amazon <clears throat> amazon spotify apple podcast google podcast and pocket cast I'll be back again, and we're going to pick up where we left off with understanding psychology, sociology, and the Bible. You have a good rest of your day. Bye.